0: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media,
1: Hello. Hello. Welcome. Oh, I going to do me like, oh, the whole wel- thing. Welcome to all, to all the
0: small games. games. I, don't know, I, I was just sabotaging that. I was just going all over the shop. Right. My barbershop days are behind me.
1: In some weird way, it was harmony all the way through. Bad harmony, but harmony.
0: Um, hey, what's up? Welcome to all the small games. My name is Andrew Levins. My
1: name is Jonathan Valenzuela.
0: I set up. Very late last night Playing Mahjong Oh okay The original indie game From China <laughs> um, And drinking whiskey And you know yeah you, The hangover voice This is my hangover voice Nice Does it sound any different To regular voice No <laughs> it's vaguely muted. Are you hungover all the time <laughs> Possibly <laughs> um, This is a podcast About indie games Yes And uh, we are talking about My favourite kind of indie game This week And that is Metroidvanias Hell yes The portmanteau Between Castlevania and Metroid Yes Two exploration based Platformer games Famous that indie developers can't get enough of uh, what, which,
1: which came first? Castlevania or Metroid? Uh, two.
0: Metroid, Like I mean the original Metroid was first Okay, And then um, Super Metroid was the first to do the more exploration based right. um, route That that Castlevania Symphony of the Night also took Like those are the two Super Metroid and Castlevania Symphony of Night, Those are the two right. main so really ones sh- that influenced the, the genre as it Super
1: is Metroidvanias
0: Sure, I mean some people argue that it should just be called metroid likes. <laughs> right but I, boring. I mean The veiny part. It, it, it's such a fun word to say Sure of course Yeah yeah um, Makes it sound like a country I believe first put together by Jeremy Parrish Who hosts the Retro Nauts podcast
1: Right okay There you go Good
0: on him um, Also one of the main people behind that uh, Weird uh, Tate mode Like where you this, The vertical oh, switch Oh the vertical uh, switch uh, thing what, what was that called again? Switch mate I don't know Something Something bizarre thing Anyway I've given him Lots of money over the years Oh nice Um, Anyway fuck that podcast This is our (laughs) podcast And uh, we're going to be Talking about um, An indie Metroidvania game Called Kunai today Yep Uh, And uh, get excited everyone Uh, People have been waiting A long long time for it It's the official 2020 update Levens' top 10 Indie Metroidvania titles It will be revealed In this very episode
1: Oh shit
0: But before we get there um, John finished A uh, A game and uh, we got some announcements for some new indie games coming out first. Yeah. So... Uh,
1: I'll, I'll kick on
0: in. You finished... I finished... Mahjong <laughs> from China.
1: I finished whiskey. Yeah. Uh, got all the achievements too. I 100%ed whiskey. Uh, I also, finished- I, I
0: drank a, bol- a whole bottle of vermouth.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: It's really
1: good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How much whiskey Did you have on top Of the vermouth
0: Well we finished the vermouth It wasn't It wasn't just me But like yeah, I, it, Vermouth is surprisingly Easy to drink Right like, okay. Yeah. It's,
1: was it a sessionable vermouth? It was a very sessionable vermouth. <laughs> it's only like
0: 16% alcohol. Yeah, just, um for
1: some reason I love the term sessionable. Just the <laughs> it's, concept it's a, of it's sessionable. It's such a hideous term. This meth, it? It. it's so sessionable.
0: <laughs> um I was drinking one called Regal Rogue, which itself Ooh. that sounds like an indie Metroidvania.
1: I would definitely play Re- Oh, if not a it sounds like a, a character you could play on like Slay the Spire or something. Yeah, sure, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Regal
0: Rogue, it's a wild rosé. It's a uh, so like vermouths are also they made from call from me grapes. The
1: wild
0: Rogue uh, um, just like wine, but then they use like they, they see like they put botanicals in it. Right. Okay. Um, and so this is an Australian-made one with like local botanicals. It tastes weird and cool and bitter. I love cool. it. Cool. Very drinkable. Sessionable even. Sessionable.
1: Anyway, uh, speaking of sessionable, I finished Kentucky Route Zero, a game that definitely benefits from being played in sessions rather than just trying to hammer your way all the way through it. So I think last last time I talked about it on the podcast, I was up to the the like the inter the interlude between chapter three and chapter four. There are five chapters all up. Five chapters all up, four interludes between them.
0: And you'd previously finished chapter four.
1: Yes. So when when it came out on Switch when T V edition came out I was like, I'm going back to the start. I'm doing it all over again because it had been... Did you l- even
0: have a choice to? Could you? Yes. Choose- oh, really? Yeah.
1: From the get-go, I could choose whatever chapter, whatever interlude I wanted to drop into, but it had been so long since my last playthrough that I was like, I'm starting from o- the bottom. On Switch,
0: like if you bought this game new, can you pick from the beginning?
1: I imagine since they've updated it, because they updated the PC version to be in line with the kind of the TV edition. Interesting. Because the, the version that I had on my PC didn't have the interludes. So right, I imagine okay, the sure. update would have added them in. And maybe giving me the chance to go like, "Hey, play from here." Um, so I was in the middle of the interlude between three and four, and funnily enough, it relates to what we're going to talk about In the podcast later on. I, My I got, top ten indie Metrovanias, yes, totally. <laughs> no, I got bogged down in the interlude and flipped over to Kunai because you know I was like, same, same as when we were talking about it. I was like, I just need some action for a little bit. I need to like shoot something. And Kunai is
0: absolutely that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, but then when I went back to the game, I realized the problem that I had, because the, the interlude I was playing, you're kind of moving your way through like a phone system about uh, like it's, it's, it's an information guide to like a river that you spend chapter four on. And I was trying to listen to everything I possibly could and had forgotten that like, no, this game is about play in the moment. Play play what you feel at the time and then keep moving. Don't try to be completionist. Don't try to find everything. So, finally, I was, like, I hung up the phone, started the next chapter, was reminded that Chapter 4 is, like, one of my all-time favorite game sequences because you you move from being on the road, the Kentucky Route Zero, to floating down this river called the Echo. Mm -hmm. And so, you lose that sort of, like, you lose a bit of the exploratory nature you have in those first few chapters where you're driving around. Instead, you're just going with this boat down the river as it makes various stops on the way to the stop you're taking. At each of these stops, you have the choice whether you get off the boat and explore the location you're at or stay on the boat and explore something on the boat. Every time I was like, I'm getting off the boat. This is, you know, this is a fascinating, the Echo is a fascinating environment kind of thing. Um, and it's just, it, like, a few kind of story points come to their head during chapter four. Uh, in particular, the, the guy you start the game playing, Conway, he his story ends in chapter four. Right. In a really, like, kind of sad and eerie way um, uh, which is supported by like excellent kind of uh, like like character design and stuff uh, the locations you go to are beautiful and beautifully rendered. Um, Would you
0: say that the chapters Like look better As you progress through the game Or does it kind of Generally stick to that same Very stylized Simplistic It,
1: it sort of does stick to the same Very stylized I think I've, I feel like for TV edition They might have gone back Through the previous chapters And done a bit of polishing On yeah, some sure of the graphics up. Just to make sure um, They all kind of They kind of read the same mm-hmm. Uh, so finished Chapter Four made my way through the the Chapter Five interlude or the the one between Chapter Four and Chapter Five, then started Chapter Five new chapter never played it before um it's it's it 's the sort of thing that I could have a absolutely do a like have a clinic on with other people who have finished the <laughs> game um and I, I accept in my heart that I, I don't think you will ever finish Kentucky Route Zero like Really? No,
0: no, I'm going to try. I, I've got a flight to um, New Zealand coming up, and mm-hmm. I plan to get through it on there, on that flight and back.
1: Okay. See, I'm, I'm curious to see how you go. Um,
0: you know, um, I mean, you, you, you've you, played many, many games of GTA with me back in the day. Sure. I cannot even stick to a GTA mission without suddenly like blowing up everyone I can see with a bazooka. You know my crave and thirst and hunger for action.
1: Oh, of course, one hundred percent, and that's why I think you'd be like, I've read three <laughs> sentences. Let's flip to some. <laughs> Let's flip to like. I feel like I feel like you may finish it, but it'll take you like a year. It'll be something where you like do a few months in between and do a chapter.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, my plan was to finish one chapter a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but the fifth the fifth chapter I I think feels a bit shorter than the rest of the chapters. Um, it does this really cool thing where you essentially you wind up, you wind up in a town that, that just got through like a, catath- a catastrophic rainstorm and a flood. And it's sort of the chapter happens in the round, so to speak. You, you play as a cat and you run around this town exploring. And the thing is the camera kind of pivots 360 around the middle of the town. And as you explore and you interact with people... Like, you'll move past an area, and then when you've made your way around the circle and come back, things have changed. Oh, fun. So it's like this evolving theatre in the round that I was like, this is really cool. This is like, th- I've not played a, a sort of, a, a, you know, point mechanic, and click, a mechanic yeah. like this before. I th- you know, this is, this is some fantastic game design. This might be why it took so long for this one to come out, as well as polishing for all of TV edition. Uh, the end of the story is very sort of... Uh, Open-ended and vague, I guess. Which you know, it's for the player to kind of ascribe their own meaning to. I took away a sort of a very positive sort of take on it. I don't want to do any spoilers here. But no, I, look, I will. I've...
0: I will finish this. That, my challenge for March is finish this. Game. Okay. Um.
1: Uh I've, yeah. I found a lot of hope in the ending, but other people read it in different ways like when i finished the game i immediately like googled kentucky route zero meaning of kind of thing and read some articles about how people were interpreting it um so yeah i i i think fantastic experience definitely like it's it's a lot of people are saying like all-time game um i would agree i think it's it's beautiful storytelling really well done really interesting unlike anything I've played before.
0: And as good as writing gets in a game, really? Pretty much, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely, like, for what it's trying to do, the writing is fantastic. Like, for me, the writing in um, Disco Elysium is amazing for completely different reasons to mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky Route Zero, but still very sort of, like, in that highbrow kind of vein. Yep. The writing in Paradigm is amazing because the intention of the writing in Paradigm is just to make you laugh, and sure. it fucking nails that every yeah, yeah. time. Like, for what it's trying to do, I think it's incredible. Um, so, yeah, I highly, highly recommend Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah, man, to, I'm, glad, I'm glad you loved it. That's yeah. great, especially
0: for something that you were looking forward to for so long.
1: Definitely. And I did go into Chapter 5 with a bit of trepidation about, like, shit, how are they going to wrap this up in a way that I think is is done really well. And there are definitely, there are, like, looking back on it, there are things that I wish I'd seen in the ending that kind of looped back to the earlier game a little bit. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things where it's like, up to the guys that designed it and I think they did a really good job
0: yeah yeah big cool.
1: shout out to Cardboard Computer that's uh, right which is the, the developers the developer, yeah. and Annapurna Interactive for putting the whole damn thing out
0: and at the moment it's on PC it's on Switch
1: Yes, PC and Switch. I don't. I think it's no. I think it's on PS4 and Xbox as well. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah, TV, yeah, TV was all consoles. All of them. That's great. Nice. Um,
0: cool. Well, good on everybody involved. Uh, it is a game that I, I one day will play.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, like like I did, shall we interrupt this talk of Kentucky Red Zero to talk Kuno?
0: Uh, no, before we do that, I Ooh. want to talk about the Yacht Club Games uh, presents. Of course. Uh, yes. 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 Video that came out uh, so yesterday. Remind yesterday, us why
1: do we love Yacht Club?
0: Uh, Shovel Knight, yes, and only Shovel Knight because up to up to I mean still now it's the only game that, that your club games have ever done. It was the like you know one of the true uh, Kickstarter, Kickstarter success stories, yeah, definitely. Um, a game that I bought on Wii U, played a little bit of it, and I was like, this is pretty good. Then I got it on Switch, and I was like, this game is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Um, that says funny how more sw- about the Wii U than funny than how the Switch
1: else. the Switch does that. Yeah, totally. I, there's definitely games I've
0: played on PC that I was like, I don't care, and then played on Switch and was like, oh my god. Yeah, I, I think it's the. Um, For me, it's when I play, like, a platformer, I love playing in handheld mode just because I feel like the um, inputs are way more precise. Um, It
1: feels more immediate. Yes, totally.
0: Whereas there are even parts of, like, Super Mario Odyssey that I couldn't play um, docked on TV.
1: And even with some games... The
0: bus is just a better place to play it. It's true. Yeah. I, don't even, like, I don't even need to go anywhere. I just get on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Another circuit driver. <laughs> I've almost finished this level. There was a very um, entertaining 12-minute Yacht Club Games Presents, like, kind of Nintendo Direct-style video. In fact, it felt like they were kind of, like, monkeying uh, sure. a direct. Um, right down to the way both of the um, uh, staff were talking, um, mm-hmm. like mimicking the way that... Uh, like Nintendo Direct hosts talk. Okay, I was I enjoyed. They're very sort and of like, earnest. And yeah, like, they were, and they were wearing suits. Like, right, you know, It right, was fun. Right. It, was, it was really well done. Um, but uh, they gave us a new uh, story trailer for their upcoming game Cyber Shadow, um, which looks this looks like like it was fucking tailor made for me. Sure. It, it looks like this very similar combat to um, uh, fucking not Plague Knight. Uh, the one King that of you cards, no not no. King Hearts, the one that you're playing. Oh, the no.
1: the, one, the guy with the scythe. Yeah, you know Specter Knight.
0: Specter Knight. It looks like quite similar to that, even though it was completely developed quite differently. These guys are just publishing this game. Sure. Uh, it looks great. It comes out uh, hopefully soonish. Um, if you are, uh, if you lived somewhere near wherever PAX East is going to be this year, they're going to be showing. PAX you- East you-
1: is Boston,
0: I think. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can go and uh, play Cyber Shadow at the uh, Yacht Club uh, tent, whatever the fuck. Sure. Booth. Booth. Um, And then uh, (laughs) head on over to the Yacht Club club, Yurt. They uh, announced some cool updates to uh, the Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, which we both have. Um, There's like a Pixel Perfect mode and uh, a few other fun little stages. And um, something that I talked about um, when uh, I was reviewing King of Cards was I said it would be so good to just be able to play the card game in King of Cards whenever I want. They've added that. But you can only access it once you've finished the game and you go into... King, of, King Knight's room And look in the mirror Then you can set up Like a, 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 a two-player game With somebody Okay Where you play against So that, that's something I definitely want to do uh, Once I finish King of Cards Yeah I mean The, big, the biggest thing That this uh, video did Was go like I need to finish King of Cards I loved that And so I've been Like playing through A little bit of that this week nice. just like reminded Of how much I love it
1: That uh, what is it That barge bop combat Oh my
0: god it's good Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, we got some uh, A new character Introduced for Shovel Knight Dig Which is coming out Next mm-hmm. year or oh, this year, maybe? I don't know when the fuck. Um, I also don't, don't know what year it is. Um, Hive Knight. <laughs> it's vermouth. He controls uh, weird bugs. Cool. Real Makes fun. sense. But then we got another Shovel Knight game what? announcement. Because um, they announced they're annu- they're working on two new projects, completely new projects. Apart and th-
1: from Cyber Shadow? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dang.
0: Um, and then they announced uh, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, which is a brand new Shovel Knight puzzle game that reminded me a little bit of Cryptid the Necrodancer, but in like a very... You, it's like, like it's a one screen dungeon with right. enemies falling from the top a la Tetris. And oh. you, you move as you, like, as you move, they fall down. Sure. And then uh, when you knock into them, you damage them, they damage you. So you've got to work away over to like health things. to Okay. Another, another one I can see myself getting hideously addicted to.
1: And this is, I mean, the name kind of makes me think mobile because pocket.
0: Uh, no! It looked definitely looked like a like right. a, a console game. Okay. A, like okay. a, a make, I make I'm, I'm selling it short, maybe in my description of it. Sure. This looks like a very polished puzzle and and dungeon kind of cool. Uh, explore exploration, not really exploration, but dungeon survival yeah. game. Sure, sure, sure. Dungeon yeah. crawler puzzle game. It's a great little combo. Yep. Um, and uh, we also got. Uh, I just bought it then, so hold on, I'm going to show you what what uh what I got. Let me just look you up on my
1: phone. John Valenzuela. I'll just vamp for a hot second. So. Um, uh, Levens is back on his buying stuff bullshit
0: Yeah, because this, this cost a uh, um,
1: A hundred
0: Yeah, here we go A so, thousand dollars Because $1.50 Oh, I what? To just send it to your phone um, You can now get Shovel Knight iMessage stickers Really?
1: Amazing <laughs>
0: You better believe I got it I'm, um, gonna, I'm, um, I'm um, sending op- you one of King Knight Saying dashing
1: I'm opening my phone now To give it a gaze
0: Here's the Triple King saying What? Oh, wow, okay Very good stuff Dashing He's. A, I don't even know Who this character is But he's saying Cool <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Very useful Very nice. useful but to the, Yeah I don't know it was, a, it was a really Really good 12 minute video Like I, I don't know I, I often say whenever Like I love Nintendo Directs When they're just Announcing shit Like yeah. I would if, if they screened them In a Or even the indie directs If they screened them out a cinema I would go and watch them In oh, a 100%. cinema 100% like, like, like Even though it's so lame When you see like The smash reveal videos And it's like You know Fucking eighty kids in New York that are all dressed the same, screaming when they yeah. announce. Uh, actually, that is. when I do describe it. It sounds cooler than it is.
1: I mean, but- I'd love it. I'd love it if for something like E3, when they do the like the PC gaming show sort of thing. I think that one of the best E3 presentations I ever saw was like PlayStation a couple of years ago, where the guy came out on sc- on stage and was like, "Hey, we've got thirty trailers to show you." Yeah, yeah. And then it was just boom, trailer, trailer, totally trailer, 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 trailer. No like, no interludes like Microsoft. Exactly. Does. No, you want it to be snappy. That's why. That's why I love direct so much. No flute so snappy. guy like PlayStation. Like yeah. a year later, like just games. <laughs> I would one hundred percent if if around E3, event cinemas or whatever were like, hey. Come and watch two hours of just game trailers. I'd be like, "Yes, ticket, gold class, if yeah, possible. Yeah, totally. Get me in there, forty x." Yeah, <laughs> I don't um, know what you get
0: sprayed with Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think it's um, I think it's like Yacht Club. I love the fact that they are just like we're building a fucking we're building a Mario style dynasty for mm. an indie game. Totally, I think that's so rad of them.
0: Yeah, like, I know. I love this. Like you know, like Shovel Knight Treasure Trove has. Four games in it now When you yeah. No sorry Five games When you when you include The versus mode Okay um, Is a, a game unto itself So there's five Shovel Knight games We're gonna get Shovel Knight Dig And yep. now Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon
1: And the board game
0: And of course The board game There's the amiibo, like, amiibo. There's so much stuff And they go, they go through A timeline of, of events They, The Treasure Trove Has sold like Two million copies now <laughs> Which rules Like I'm so happy For this studio it, That's it, fantastic yeah. And like yeah. I, And I love that Yeah like We don't know What this studio Is actually capable of Outside of Shovel Knight Like sure. imagine if they do Something that's just Completely different
1: Well we got a Cyber Shadow Let's see what Cyber Shadow is. Yeah I mean that's them just publishing oh, that, A joint But yeah, yeah Oh they're just publishing Yeah it. I don't think They developed uh, that one yeah. See it's interesting That like Well established indie Devs are now moving Into that publishing space I mean like, that's, s-
0: that's a publish that they, Like they've proved That they can publish Games themselves But they've know, only
1: like, yeah. ever Published their own games When they start to publish other developers' games as well. Because that's what SuperHot's doing now. SuperHot have announced. That's right Like they've got the few games There's the, yeah, a the Frog Detective 2 and knuckle, knuckle Sandwich, sandwich yeah. And yeah Damn
0: I need to play a Frog Detective
1: Yeah I really do as well Fuck Also looks on
0: Very exciting news uh, front Ooh. Is uh, The latest game uh, From one of my favourite games The maker of my, one of my favourite games Of last year The Friends of Ringo Ishikawa Oh yes um, His name the, is the uh, Arrest of
1: The Arrest of the Stone Buddha uh,
0: Yeah Hold on I, I tweeted about it So I'll just quote my own tweet Um
1: I'll race you Arrest of a Stone Buddha Arrest it, of yeah. a Stone Buddha
0: um, It's on Steam now It's only available for PC Hey the Users I was like oh, I'll just buy it And play it on my Mac Because I like I would I can't wait to jump into this game It is coming to, to Switch Later in the year Sure But By all means If you have a PC Go on Steam It's like 15 bucks Maybe 19 bucks American um, I will and, uh, I will be doing that and please play this um, for for me. I'm actually considering buying a PC laptop, and you know me, I've done stupider things than that. So. Look,
1: honestly, I think for the kind of um, for this sort of game, you could get like just a fucking Chromebook or something and run that. It's not, it doesn't look graphic heavy. It's not going to tax your processor too much. You could pick up like a three, four, five hundred dollar laptop and probably play this game. I'll tell you what, I'll play it on my PC, which is now like six years old. Yep. And if it runs smooth, then you can buy Bargain Basement PC and play it. If
0: anyone knows of a very powerful, cheap PC, like small PC, like PC laptop, Mm -hmm. like not very powerful, but like, you know, fairly powerful. I wouldn't mind, like, because there are a bunch of Xbox exclusives that I would like. I I, I, I would love to have Game Pass on this thing as well. I,
1: I jumped on Game Pass the other day and it had a tile for ari and the will of the wisps yeah and i was like oh shit he, yeah, like, yeah downloaded yeah. It. it was like "I said, i don't have no idea if it's out play 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 and it's just like you can play this when it's available fuck
0: yeah and then sable as well like that, that's going to be an xbox exclusive too <gasps> really well, I, I mean i know i just were reminded of its existence the other day when the um, one of the creators um developers uh put a like a gif up on his twitter feed i was like oh yeah that, that, Gre- that game
1: gregorius coming. Ky- I can't what else, his name. whatever is. his name yeah is. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah, I follow him as well. There are a lot of reasons so that I good. should think about having a PC. I think.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, but yeah, definitely go get uh, an arrest, arrest arrest of a of stone, a stone Buddha. Buddha Anyway, the main topic that we're talking about today is yes. Kunai. Kunai, an indie Metroidvania game uh, that came that came out uh, about two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, roughly maybe. Um, and and, uh, and
0: this one was uh, developed by.
1: Oh, I've got this information right here. Developed by Turtle Blaze, published by the, uh, the Arcade Crew. Are they from Sweden? Let's let's click on click on the thing. Yeah, it came out sixth of Feb, so that's about three weeks ago. Uh, what? Mm, let me check out their Twitter. I don't know, like. Let's just get let's the ch- Netherlands. 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 Um, cool. All right. I think this is the first Dutch game we've talked about.
0: Man, I don't know if you want to go out there making crazy statements like that. <laughs> um, Kunai, well, for that one, JV uh, Kunai has, is also the re- uh, recent um, victim of a uh, review being review bombed on Metacritic um, overnight. All right.
1: You mentioned this. Run me through it.
0: Overnight, it, um, just for the game's PC Metacritic user score, it went from 8.1 to 1.7. The fuck! And just it was picked chosen at random by one dude who just review bombed this game.
1: Like, by review bomb, do you mean he, like, told other people to go and give it a low score, or... Because one person alone can't drop a score uh, from Turtle Blaze programmer
0: Benjamin DeJager explained that the review bomb on Kunai was not the first such incident of a single person dropping a game's Metacritic user score seemingly overnight. Um, it previously, did it with Insurgency Sandstorm. Anyway, the culprit who did it took to Reddit in a sincerely post to explain why they tanked the game scores, simply by making... No, it's he didn't say why, he just said how. He simply made a lot of throwaway email accounts using those email accounts to make around 200 Metacritic accounts and then giving the games a zero user score on each. An actual written review was unnecessary and there was no other barriers beyond making the accounts and verifying the email address. They who? simply logged in and hit the zero score button on the game and it was done.
1: But who has the... Like, I mean, is it, is it maybe who just... takes a, the time to do that.
0: It's very weird. I mean, I, I guess it's like... They they're doing it to prove a point to Metacritic, not not Maybe. so much to the the poor guys at Turtle yes, Boys. Yeah. Because it's a game, is it is a good game.
1: It's great. I had a really fun time with it.
0: Um so we are... Uh... I'm we are tell not, you about this game.
1: Yeah, we are not re- reviewing. No, 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 no it. totally. We're just straight up reviewing it. Um,
0: so you play as a tablet. Yeah, <laughs> like, like <laughs> little like iPad. Actually, no, thing. I'm also playing as a game where you play as a vitamin tablet. But this in this game, right? You play as a uh,
1: like an i like a, a smart uh, tablet. Yeah, that's right, an iPad kind um, of
0: thing. In a world full of robots.
1: Yeah, lots of robots around.
0: Um, and there's I guess there's like a virus that's infected a bunch of bad robots or infected robots and turned them bad, so they're your enemies. Yeah, and then you join a rebellious after they. They, they, like, tr-
1: wipe out humanity. They th- w- that's yeah. right. The aim... The the bad robots have the aim of, like... It's... The, I We're saving humanity by wiping humanity out kind of thing. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you you were brought back by a, a group we're of... We're saving propeller- humanity
0: by wiping out humanity's greatest enemy themselves. Which is... Yeah. Of, of yeah.
1: course. The logic is sound. Yeah. Um, so you're brought back by these the, the a group of uninfected robots who are part of a rebellion they've been hunting for you for ages because you're essentially like the ultimate weapon I think or something like that yeah um, you're, you're
0: just a really really good tablet. you're just yeah fantastic you've you got all the apps unbelievable touch uh, yeah. controls yeah
1: um and it's funny that, like, you're the ultimate weapon because when you start the game, you're, you're not, really. Like, because no, it's a you, metrovania, you need to spend a bunch of time collecting You, can't, you don't even have a way to attack in, at the beginning. No, right? you, yeah. don't, you don't even have the sword. You just got to run. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, you sort of, like, you make your way out uh, of the, the facility you're in and enter the wider world and then you start kind of, like, running into people from the rebellion who direct you where to go. They're telling you to, like, find the secret rebellion base along the way you pick up swords, I think, to begin with.
0: Yeah, sword, and then I mean it's fairly early on, maybe an hour, a little less than an hour in, you get uh, kunai, kunai, which, which is the, 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 like throwing ropes. It's, a, it's a, yeah. like you know, an ancient yeah.
1: It's uh, I found it really tough, like it was samurai difficult to grappling hook with, kind to of thing. Google this game because you Google kunai and it just brings up all the information. Samurai
0: about or ninja? That. I'm going to say John. Nin- you're the Naruto fan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to say ninja just because okay, I know yeah. samurai wore a ton of armor and you you're can't right. really run around with that. But um, unless. <laughs> We're going to come back in about 45 minutes after doing some tests, guys. Um, Yeah, and so, I mean, I found that, like, the, the story kind of didn't set my world on fire, essentially. It was just, it was a fun little, like, oh, occasionally a drop of story, like, which was essentially like, hey, you need to defeat this big bad guy, keep going.
0: Yeah, I mean, there, there are cute, there are a lot of fun moments in this. Yeah, I love it. it like the, the main dude that you report to, his name is just Chief. Yeah, I love I love a game with a Chief in it, um, who constantly asks you to call him Chief, and, <laughs> and throughout at any point in the game, you can just hit the select the option Call Chief. Call Chief, and he's like, "This is Chief. Like, <laughs> oh, this is a brilliant game." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like the the story is, it, it does it has a, some truly strange moments uh, in it. Yeah, uh, that I really enjoyed, uh, but. The, what I really love about Metrovania games is um, exploration and finding new areas. And uh, this is actually surprisingly a game that uh, I didn't really love the exploration. I did love the combat and the upgrades to the combat. And I think that is the main reason I would recommend this game because I found this so satisfying. Like as soon as I started playing it, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to finish this game really fast. Yeah. And it just overtook my life for a day. And I just like I I just didn't do anything but play the game for an entire day, and uh, and then I completed it, and uh, I was happy. See, funnily enough, I found
1: the exploration kind of fun. Like we've said on the we've said on this podcast before, like we love jetpacks. Mm-hmm. I think if you can't get a jetpack, get a grappling hook.
0: Cause- oh no, I mean like traversal was really fun. I yeah. mean in terms of exploration, I didn't find the, the terrain and the new worlds very interesting.
1: That's fair. I mean, I guess like. Yeah, they were a little bit similar-ish, and there are a
0: lot of secrets in the world. But like, you just kind of find different hats that you can wear. Yeah, um, that- there were a few like truly cool secret. Like, I found like a secret club at one point um, yeah. in the game that I that I, I I thought was a fun little moment. But uh, the the secrets are they're pretty difficult to find. Normally, Metroidvania games like you'll see like a cracked tile a little, or little something of kind of a posting. hint. Whereas yeah. this kind of required you to like swing up into Just bump wh-
1: into a random wall. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There were there were definitely some instances of secrets where particularly in like there's a city kind of area and you'll be in you'll be in it you'll be in part of it and see like a room that you can't access. So then you have to figure out like, okay, where do I go to get to this room? Those those were fun to find out. In in the way that you know figuring a, a kind of environmental puzzle is, yeah. But I definitely ran into a bunch of rooms where it's just like I happened to swing into a wall as I was traversing, and oh, it's actually just a passage to a hidden room. Yeah. And it's kind of like, there's nothing there telling me to try anything. So
0: whenever you collect, kill an enemy, they drop a bunch of coins, you collect the coins, then you can uh, spend the coins on upgrades um, mm-hmm. for yourself, that you upgrade yourself by finding like a, a Wi-Fi router. Yes. Um, and you will have like a Wi-Fi signal that suddenly shows up on the screen and then you've got to, you, you know, head try, yeah, head towards gets, the stronger yeah. signal and then you can try and find the router. Some some of them I just was never able to find where yeah. the router was. Um, but... Uh you you unlock various um new uh weapons um throughout you're sort like, of, like you're, the harder you're moments in the in the game.
1: You're almost like sent on quests to
0: get them. Yeah.
1: Like the there's a rocket launcher, which I think is one of the last weapons you pick up. And not only does it act as a weapon and a pretty good weapon because it can one shot kill
0: Almost everything. Almost everything in yeah. the game.
1: <clears throat> but you also use it to, like, blow apart boulders that are stopping you from entering certain areas. Mm-hmm. And, I I mean, when I got the rocket launcher, I immediately kind of swept through some of the other areas of the map. Well, that, that, you know,
0: that's always the, yeah, the, the that's best the part of a Metroidvania Metra-vania. game. You're like, no, I can go there. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I spent a long time saving up currency to, like, fully upgrade my sword. And then... This was just before I went and did the final boss part, and then yep. when I did the final boss part, I was like, "Oh, I did not use my sword at all during yeah, the final totally. boss it's part." Funny, which yeah, totally. It's funny. I was a bit
0: like, "Okay." One of the best and surprising, most surprising uh, weapon upgrades is you just get SMGs at one point. Yeah, and um, you can
1: see, you can use the SMGs to like hover jump. Yeah, totally. Which is, which is
0: fun. Really, really great way, and like, yeah. So, so you can kind of, there, it, 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 you can very quickly, even though like. There's a few modern graces that I was surprised were in this. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm I'm, all, I'm, very used to the Hollow Knight blasphemous style of gameplay where if, if you die, you lose everything. Sure. And then have to go back to where you died to gain everything back. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I died and then respawned at the save point in Kunai, I was surprised to see that I still had all my coins. So it's actually, it actually makes more sense to die because if you go back to a point that you once died at and kill all the powerful enemies that killed you while you were there you didn't just keep amassing more money yeah and then you can upgrade yourself to be stronger and you know get all the cool upgrades sure but um one thing that i wish this had that almost every other metrovania game has is uh that uh, some form of fast travel option
1: yeah I, I i definitely got frustrated
0: i think that like the like I thought, I, I really enjoyed the overall visual style of this game, and, mm. and I was surprised because I was like, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, "What you play as a fucking iPad?" What, what? Yeah. Like, I, I, but you wrote to like, like that character quite a lot, and I yeah. liked putting weird hats on him and sunglasses, and um, he looked funny. Did with you, his you did, did you weapons. have a hat you stuck with? Uh, I just as soon as I got a new one, I would just wear it immediately. I
1: was I was a big top hat and monocle guy. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I to do <laughs> Classy. Yeah.
0: Anyways, yeah. I, I actually, every episode I edit out. Um, John s- saying, "Good day, sir."
1: <laughs> you edit out the sound of me wearing a top hat. Uh,
0: every at the end of every episode, um, John says, "Good day, sir." As you were, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "Get that out of yeah. here."
1: <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I, as I said, this was this was sort of a, a refresher for me during playing Kentucky Route Zero, mm. and it is almost the like the the polar opposite, very action packed. Oh, a very sort of light game.
0: Actually, is so fun. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, uh, some really interesting kind of set pieces in it, like the the bit where you're kind of outrunning the tank by jumping over the tops of cars.
0: Yes, totally. Yeah. Um,
1: so maybe, so maybe a bit frustrating set pieces. Like there was one boss battle we were discussing. I think it's the one where you get the rocket launcher yeah, so on I mean, the top of the mountain.
0: Combat-wise, it is fairly forgiving, like in that you, like you know, no matter how many times you die, you're going to earn some money, and then you can just go, or you can like always upgrade and then try and get back to an area. But as soon as you enter a boss fight, yeah, no, no matter how upgraded you are, or how how because I didn't really upgrade myself at all, sure, because um, uh, I was just burning through the game and enjoying it at a fun pace, right? Um, but. Uh, Yeah, as soon as you start a boss battle, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm I'm pretty underpowered for this one, you can't get out of it. Or at least I couldn't...
1: And the interesting thing as well is that...
0: Like, I I turned the game off and then on again, and and it immediately brought me to the boss battle. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but the upgrades you can get for, like, your equipment, you can upgrade the power of your sword... But your other weapons, like your SMGs and your, um, your SMG and your rocket launcher, you don't actually upgrade the power of them. You upgrade like the amount of ammo you well, can so carry that and that kind of stuff. I didn't, I didn't,
0: I hadn't upgraded my clip in, um, in the SMG right. upgrade. And like, that would have made the boss, the final boss so much fucking easier. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, uh, I, but even, yeah.
1: even after I upgraded that and I still was like, are there more bullets? In yeah, this that clip? final
0: boss actually, like, yeah, there were some frustrating. There was only really one super frustrating boss where, like, it's it, it was you've got to climb a mountain yeah. as he destroys it, um, and then once you get up to the top of him three times, um, uh, then there's a uh, basically you've got to like avoid his attacks and try and keep climbing yeah. a different mountain. He's, he's but like if he firing missiles. To the sides of him permanently. Yeah, and if you hit, hit him or the or the missiles at any point, it's just instant death. Mm. I don't think instant death should exist in uh, in Metroidvania games. Yeah. It was one of the, like one of the things that stopped me from loving Blasphemous immediately. Like well, there I were pits mean, that, that you just fall through and die immediately. That's the thing. I, the rest of the game is not really instant death. You've got a totally.
1: You've got a health bar. You can upgrade the health bar, etc. It was just for this particular one point that it was instant death. And I agree, it was. Because my, my, the first time I took a run at it, my instinct was, attack this guy. I've been like... I know I've been not attacking him for the entire rest of it, but this is a different scenario to the rest of the boss fight. Cool, I'm going to wail on this dude. Nope, died immediately. Yeah, right. Uh, which was frustrating. But um, once I kind of twigged to it, it um, I think the frustrating thing... Because you're trying to... You're essentially... Climb, you, again, you're climbing, but you're kind of hopping from platform to platform. Yeah. And it's one of those things where... The screen's moving at a certain speed, but you can move faster than it. So it was this constant frustrating thing of like, just let me fucking climb. Yeah. and the- I see the idea of the design behind it, but I still find it frustrating. I, if,
0: if it was the entire sequence being instant death, I would have been like, okay, with it it's like more of a like, you know, survival moment, but to have that long task of climbing on the mountain three times to then get to a boss that can wipe you out instantly before mm. you even work out what you're meant to do. Cause I thought you were meant to try and attack the boss for like mm. the first two times I got to that point. Then you've got to get like I got you know we both got extremely good at that yes at that that climb to get to the the, the final part of the of the boss battle but the actual final boss oh that was a great fight um, yeah it was, it was, it was very difficult um, it was more about um, pattern recognition do- and dodging and, yeah and and I love when when the game becomes about no no, no you have to get good at, at dodging and and being as fast as you can and and, did and you, attacking did in like that split second where you can instead of just like what is it called like bulldogging or whatever where you just where you just keep attacking until they're dead. All oh, um, right. I don't know, uh, a, I'm yeah. sure it's got something here. I don't know. Yeah. B-
1: playing like me. That's yeah. what it's called. <laughs> um, did you? Did you know to pick up the scythe?
0: Well. Um, yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, throw, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's right, yeah. I
1: only realized by accident when I accidentally stood over the scythe and pressed up inadvertently, and he just picks the scythe up, and I was like, "What
0: the what? fuck?". Yeah. I went to attack it. I thought you had to break it or something. Oh and right, right. I picked okay. It up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah overall great
0: no, like a really really great really really, really great really action f- game and fun
1: little metroidvania
0: yeah i um i i think the i wish that the same level of that went into like the character design and the um and the um like the platforming itself mm-hmm. went into some of the like the background design i found that a, a little lacking bland, yeah and then the music i found the soundtrack very dull
1: yes um, i i listened to it for a while and then i Turn the sound off. And yeah, was like, yeah. I need to hear this.
0: Um, it wasn't bad. It was just no, repetitive it was, yeah, and, it was, and it wasn't memorable at all. So, yeah. and especially when you are going back, like you know, when you, I, I can't tell you how many times I traversed through all of Hollow Night. And but as soon as you go through, go back to an old area, and then you hear like the the theme, the sure. whatever the place, the green place uh, yeah. has has that the music and uh, in, in, instantly, no, that's one of the ones later. Um, right. But like you know, you're just like, oh my god, I love this fucking yes, song, of yeah, yeah, and like you're excited to be back in this place just from an audio point of view. Yeah, whereas this was like, oh, uh, I can't, I can't fast travel i can't i have to just kind of move through this area where i'm like i don't know it it, like luckily the combat was very very fun the entire way through it all
1: it all the soundtrack just sounded a bit generic essentially
0: totally i also i'll put this out there like this the the metroidvania element like yes this is probably like you know there is a level of exploration and certainly a lot of backtracking and reaching places that you weren't able to before but um you're in a lot of Big open areas, as opposed to like you know cavernous tunnels yeah. and the like that I'm quite used to with uh, with, with Metroidvania's. And uh, for this reason, and, uh, uh, and and I guess the weird story as well, I would almost say this this falls in an outlier of uh, of Metroidvania candidates. Um, often you see uh, certain games that I don't think are true Metroidvania's, um, and they're great games, um, some yeah. of my favorites. Sure. So I think I would be, be might want to put this in a. Uh, a new style of uh, oh. of Metroidvania that I'm going to try and have take off. This is a Cave video Ah,
1: as in Cave Story. Cave Story. So it is like a, it's a,
0: it's a strange narrative-driven um, game with exploration and upgrades, but the areas that you enter are a bit more open and, sure. and, and, and sparse. Um, so Cave Story, Iconoclast, and Alboy. Interesting. Uh, put all these okay. games into into the, the, a similar. Similar bracket Damn Cave Troidvania Let's look make at, it trend everybody
1: Look at us Codifying new game genres
0: So with those honourable mentions Out of the way And uh, a hearty recommendation For Kunai Which is available on uh...
1: so, Hold on I've got it here I think it's definitely available On Switch Because that's what We were playing it on um, It is also Available on Yeah This is me vamping I'm not very <laughs> oh, oh. good at it Windows
0: Windows, just Windows, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so P- three, three PC Steam, Switch.
1: Three seam PC
0: only. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that definitely gets a thumbs up from, but two, two eyed like, chopped off, two chopped off thumbs each. Yeah, why not? Um, and uh, the... Two
1: cracked tablet.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Botox Cosmetic, auto botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.
1: For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300.
0: Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Now we're going to go quickly. I know we haven't got much time with this episode left, but I want to... The hey 2020 us. update. Here it is. And Metroidvania number 10. Shantae, Risky's Revenge. Okay. One of the first indie... Probably the first indie Metroidvania, unless you count Cave Story. But I played both of these in like oh, the... Oh, but
1: that's a Cave Troidvania.
0: That's true. You're right. So I played this on the DSi. Right. It was one Shit. of the, f- the first games I bought on the DS... the like Nintendo's first ever eShop. Okay. Um, this is a while ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Shantae, Risky's Revenge uh, was uh, uh, the sequel to... Shantae that opened it up and made it a uh, a big kind of fun Metroidvania. Um, I love it. I've I've never finished any other Shantae game. I right. know everyone says the third one is the best one. Maybe it is. I, I, I've I've got it. Maybe I should play it and find sure. out. They're fun games though. Shantae's great. You know about Shantae? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like it's... a belly dancer with hair, and she does a dance <laughs> and transfer. She like her main her main way of combat is flicking her hair at her right. enemies, but then she can do a cool dance and transform into like animals. Oh, and cool. then the animals can. Access areas That other that, that Shantae can't So it's like almost a monkey like A, or a better version or. of
1: Wonder Boy, That Wonder Boy game That yeah, came out Yeah definitely That sucked
0: Yeah it didn't suck It was good the,
1: No you didn't I, I, just, I remember I, you didn't like it
0: No I just uh Yeah I got, I got stuck on one more You know I need to uh, It just looks too good To not To say, to say it sucks Alright I need to go back and, and give it another shot I retract
1: my suck <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gatta Roboto in number 9. Okay. We've talked about that many times on this on this podcast.
1: See, that's Kunai reminded me a little bit of Gatta Roboto. In that it's in, kind of short and punchy and short, pushes punchy, you towards where you need to go next and has the the sort of like retro-ish graphic feel to it. Sure. Yeah.
0: Um, I like Gatta Roboto because it is like a bite-sized Metroidvania. Sure. You still have a very a very satisfying a level of exploration, but it, you know, it is limited in terms of like, you know, uh, you know, it's a, it's a 5-hour adventure or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's great. Um, really, really fun, you play as a cat. Need I say more? No, uh, the messenger comes in at number eight, okay uh, not really a, me- a metroidvania until the halfway point, um, and then it definitely becomes one, and some would say that detracts from the overall experience, but I found by the end, I grew to love yeah hey to the left I, you know I think if you if you maybe it doesn 't deserve to be in here if you base it just on the, uh, the me- its merits as a metroidvania because mm-hmm. yeah when you when you hit a time jump and then you 're able to go between two different destinations. Like, from 8-bit to 16-bit. Sure. Um, like, that's when you you start... It's it, it's very unique. Yeah. In, but I think as a game, it deserves something that's on this list. And here's the
1: point. This is your list. That's true. Do what you want, baby.
0: That's right. Uh Guacamele Takes the nice. uh, seventh spot. The first Guacamelee! game. I've never finished Guacamelee! 2 in spite of probably liking it more overall. It's great. Um, love I lo- gu- loving all those chicken moments in there. We yeah. The they really it. boosted the chicken, chicken stuff dungeon. in the second game. It's yeah. great. Uh, but I thought Guacamole, the first one was just fun of full of so many weird surprises and when i I first thought i wouldn 't like the artwork the oh, art, overall yeah. art style like you know as a I thought it looked cool to see like screenshots of, but as you play it, there is something kind of odd about the way everything looks and moves when you're it 's sure. very like you know flash gamey but yeah but it yeah. It, 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 it's, it's,
1: it feels a little bit south parky which was right very yeah flash. definitely yeah. but
0: then you uh, you grow to love that yeah um and so uh,
1: colorful so like yeah, and com-
0: definitely a game that like demands you master its combat in order to uh, yes. to get past some of those final bosses. Especially Combos. that last one. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, Ori and the Blind Forest. Number six. Number six. Cool. Um, uh, a game that I, I really enjoyed, especially the first 80% of. Sure. I think its ending lets it down a little bit, but I should go in and do try and find some of the DLC um, stuff that yeah. was added to me uh, in the Switch I, package. I think
1: I, I did a bit of the DLC. It's like an underground thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's number six um, Then we've got uh, Yoku's Island Express
1: Ooh, nice um, Interesting choice
0: Oh, hold on, fuck Oh, no What have I done here? 11 Look, this is a top nine, okay, everybody <laughs> <laughs> I realised that So does that um, make this number four? Um, yeah Okay, Yoku's yeah, number is number four I've, I've had Iconoclasts on here And as we all know, that's an outlier game Yeah, it's Cape <laughs> Um Yes, uh, or, uh, so yeah, Yoku's Island Express I think just a really, really cute um, game based around a concept where you play as a beetle uh, like a, a dung beetle, beetle except yep. you're pushing a pinball around so it's like a pinball based metroidvania uh, it makes no sense like to talk about but when you play it you, just, you get it immediately and it's great it don- doesn't overstay it's welcome yeah. it's, it's really fun it's forgiving it's just a really great time very cute uh, now we're in the top three stage I'm sure you can guess them uh, uh, I can
1: definitely guess number one
0: yeah well it's a holy trinity number three
1: metroid <laughs> number two castlevania
0: well I mean yeah, you, I, I, they would be in the top five were I to include them sure Um, but uh, they're they're like god mode the indie Metroidvania um, top three SteamWorld Dig 2
1: hell yeah fantastic Blasphemous
0: yep and Hollow Knight of course Um, I just think uh, three excellent games that uh, I just found myself completely addicted to I mean I have 100% of two of them Blasphemous is uh, 100% uh, maybe I'll go back and do it It just it, it seemed extremely difficult So, so
1: did you in SteamWorld Dig 2 Did you finish that like crazy Yeah Thing in the sky Oh man <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I tried a few times and I was like nope Too
0: brutal for this guy Yeah SteamWorld Dig 2 is so good man Oh it's like, fantastic I,
1: If they announced SteamWorld Dig 3 I would lose my fucking mind I just like, yeah I think they,
0: they nailed the um Because it does feel like a slightly lighter game Than some of these other Metroidvania titles Yeah definitely That um you just, you know, you know that every hour you're going to get a new upgrade that changes the way you sure. either fight or changes the way you like make your way through the levels. Traverse. Traverse, yeah. Big it's, shout out rocks. to Jetpacks. Blasphemous is just an incredible uh, mix of like w- really eerie, gross tone Catholicism. with Catholicism. Yeah, with just an excellent <laughs> yeah. um, excellent level set, level set, great enemies. And Hollow Night is a, you know, a, Hollow Knight a near is perfect game. Indeed. That's my team, that, that's team the cherry. official elevens 2020 indie metrovania top ten I'm sure I missed a top nine sorry <laughs> i don't know Fuck, put Kunai at the top maybe i don't know yeah. I don't, number, I, I number think 10 ju- is the concept outside. of
1: a number, t- number ten is the concept of a top ten list itself
0: there's a few look there's a few games that I, I, maybe bloodstained would make it if I if I, if I, that's, push I was, my gonna, way through I was it.
1: curious if bloodstained because we need another update. Have they have they patched the Switch
0: version? Enough for I, they it have patched it. I, think it. I, I thought I did, did give an update. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah,
1: but I don't. Th- I don't feel like you'd gone in on it enough to be like it's yeah. great now kind of thing.
0: It is the the the, the, the downgrade is very noticeable still. Sure. And that, that stopped me from fully immersing myself in the game Right um, Anyway, that is it for um, my top nine and this episode Thank you yeah. so much for listening You can find us at Facebook on uh, uh, facebook.com slash games Or on mm. Twitter at game. Uh, Send us an email at allthesmallgames at gmail.com And uh, we are individually at 16tacos for John I'm at levdog Come and say hello to us on the internet where we live Tell us what you're playing um, Good day, sir Good day As, as you were As you were